I feel like I'm on the set of Tool Time. <laughs> we are in a very tooled area. <laughs> well tooled. Well, well tooled. Lots of tools. This sounds like something <laughs> Rocky Flintstone would write. <laughs> Okay, so little little corrections from last week. I thought Jughead was a movie. It turns out Jarhead. Jarhead. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. My bad. And it's not from the 90s. It's from 2005. Mm. So there you go. We like facts. We like accurate facts on this show. Right. So I feel, you know, beholden to make that correction. We always need to correct all the, the mistakes that we've made in the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I see, I see your phone there. You've, you have your phone. Oh yeah, I do. Have a look at this. Here. Hmm. Is this Peel? It is Peel, which seems to be all over fucking Facebook and following me around. <laughs> like they have spent serious money on their social ads. So but it worked. We are talking about Edwin's phone that now has a case. Um, and for a long time, you were San's case. I, I was. I was. Sorry. Sorry for the... Me breaking out the Francais there. The Francais. <laughs> but also confusing because we know someone called San. So oh, right. I was like, no, it wasn't his case. <laughs> uh, I was. Um, but then in a rash of impulsivity, that's a word, mm. I got the jet black iPhone. Right. Which is the shiny black, the piano mm-hmm. black. Yep. Uh, fingerprint magnet. And also since it's a work phone... I do feel some duty of responsibility to kind of look after it a little more than just going caseless. But yeah, I had like a leather case, a mm. faux leather case on there, which was okay. Right. But yep. yeah, my problem with any case is that the buttons get worn down after a time. Yep. And they get less buttony. Hmm. They unbutton themselves. <laughs> little striptease going on there. <laughs> uh and so yeah i was looking for because i'm a cheapskate i wore like a 15 dollar leather case yep. and of course my raw denim jeans they bleed so i was getting like mm. little black edges on this sort of uh taupe gotcha. um case so it wasn't it wasn't the right patina happening <laughs> no, i know i was leather, hoping hoping for better case. Yeah. <laughs> i think it was i believe it was real but mm. just shitty yeah i was gonna look out for another case and then Peel started their social media assault. Yeah, I get them too. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like it's probably every day if, if I, when I was checking Facebook on my phone, I'd see it at least twice a day. Uh, and I'm a sucker. It worked on me. Mm. Although I didn't use their link to buy it. So haha, you won't get a Facebook attribution for that sale. So this is a, essentially it's the case for people who don't like cases. And what drew me to it was that they have a piano black case which gives you the feel of the piano black phone, which I like because it's grippy, doesn't slide out like a bar of soap like all the other iPhones. Right, so all the other iPhones, they're kind of semi-matte textured, which actually I think makes it slippier at times. Yeah, they're crazy slippy. Yeah. Yeah, they were born slippy. I really like it. It gives me the feel of the piano black, yet with the security that I'm not scratching my phone because that was the thing that Apple did put a little asterisk. Sure. When you choose your phone color, that's micro abrasions will be visible on your phone. For the, For the jet, jet black, black in particular. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I feel like this is not going to be a long lived case sure. somehow because it is crazy thin. It's like 0.3 of an inch. No, it's even less than that. Right. And it doesn't even have a front bumper. 
35 millimeters. Right. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Which I think is fine. I, I, I don't understand the front, the necessariness of a front I bumper. I dropped my phone a bunch of times and I, I couldn't tell you how many times the front bumper has actually saved it. Mm, I've never dropped my phone. Like even if it's a <laughs> Why did I say that out loud? That was <laughs> just it. So I'm a, while I'm a case minimalist, you're a case maximalist. You're like, I will put everything into my phone case. That's not true. I, it's, you've got the George Costanza wallet of phone cases. No, it, that's not true. <laughs> okay. I've seen oh, worse. Okay. It's, I, I don't put anything on this case. I like the folio because you I used to have wallets and credit cards and that's not true. I only had my Metro card on it. Okay. Um, and that Metro card is doable because it's such a thin little card. Oh, okay. I yeah. apologize. I, I painted you in a false light. Nope. My bad. Uh, and I like the folio case because you can do lots of handy things with it. Like if I'm ever on the plane and I want to watch a movie, boom, right there. That works really well on radio. Super. <laughs> right. So what I just did was I unfolded <laughs> my folio case that my phone is in yep. to the um, theatrical like an iPad. mode. Yeah, it's yeah. like an iPad kind of case, right? So it sort of has a little little fold. That, yep. Yeah, that is super handy. I When I went to the Philippines, I had to make one out of a credit card. Which was actually kind of, it actually worked surprisingly well. Yep. And I Wait, only used up two credit cards. Cre- oh, two credit cards. There you go. Well, because I fucked up the first one. Yeah. The other aspect that I like about it is, uh, I don't like it when the phones are too thin. Maybe time to get a Android phone then. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> Sick burn. Although I will admit the new Galaxy S8, have you seen the leaked images? Mm-hmm. It does look quite nice. Is, isn't lie. that the one where the screen goes above and below the normal Yes. With very, oh, well, a thin bezel, I think. Yeah. Edge to like edge screen. Around, right. And then pretty thin bezel at the top and bottom. Didn't we take a look at the, the Xiaomi phone previously? No, I don't think you ever shown me. No? So there's, they have this prototype from the Xiaomi phone um, where it is like edge to edge. And uh, normally, you know, like the top part is obstructed by where you listen. Like it's like the little speaker where you put your ear. Oh, yeah. Right? And right. so you can't have oh, the screen yeah. there. I do forget people make phone calls on phones still. Yeah, and so what the Xiaomi phone actually did was it no longer had that effect, but you can still put your ear to it and listen to it through like some weird vibration shit. Mm. Oh, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, and it looks nice. It looks really nice. Mm. But I mean, that's rumors for the iPhone 8 as well, right? The uh, edge-to-edge screens, mm. smaller bezels, etc. Do you think there will ever be a case where they actually have two screens like front and back? Like the whole thing is just a screen? I think the whole thing will be just a screen. I don't think they'll have front and back screens. Because there was that Kickstarter that got hundreds of <laughs> thousands. Ridiculous. Of the, yeah, which was like a e-ink case for, oh. screen for the back of your phone. Oh, no. And then they got, you know, they got massive funding, like $100,000. And then they went broke and they didn't ship anything. I, I which was, is kind of the story <laughs> of like most hardware Kickstarters, yeah. sadly. So, yeah, beware. Kickstarters... I was actually thinking about something else, which is it's a, it's a phone case for your Apple, for your iPhone, mm-hmm. but on the back of it was actually another Android phone. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did hear about that. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Like, why in the world would you do that? Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you remember the phones in Lupa? Which would be pretty much like little fold-out plasticky things. Oh, right. And it's just a screen. Are talking about the Bruce Willis movie? Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, yes. Yes. He is, okay, I guess Bruce Willis is also in it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a younger Bruce Willis. Spoilers. 
That's not a spoiler. I think that's pretty well known. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a time travel movie, right? And he has that really just distracting prosthetic nose, nose yeah. which... And lips. Has no... Oh, yeah. that bugs me so much. They, like, modified his lips so it looks like Bruce Willis. Why didn't they make Bruce Willis look a bit more like... <laughs> That'd be more pleasing to the yeah, eye, certainly. totally. Well, the fact is, we get it. We accept that this is a younger Bruce Willis. Right. And we know it's not really a younger Bruce Willis. <laughs> we know that's not the case. We know there's another famous actor playing... Oh, anyway. Let's just dispense those, those facts yeah, of like, this movie. <laughs> We can, we can imagine. Exactly. Uh, so the peel, 25 bucks, I think like 29 with shipping. Are we still talking about the peel? Yeah. Okay. We're still talking about phone cases. <laughs> yep. Putting a little bow on the segment as the, like, the professional I am. Mm. I would say for 30 bucks though. It is a little pricey, but I mean, every other phone case, especially from Apple, they're about $29, 30 bucks, right? Yep. That's true. I mean, it provides no drop protection. My my luxury high quality folio case. Guess how much? Eighty dollars. Fifteen bucks. Oh, there you go. Mm. And it lasts quite a while. And look, it's very handsome. It's okay. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> here, it even has uh, some words in here. It says, "Oh God, Italian style, fall in love with technology." <laughs> That's cheesy. I'm glad that's on the inside of it. <laughs> they didn't show that in the pictures. <laughs> Last week, we were talking about missing Richard Simmons, not missing by Richard Simmons. Which I thought was a cologne, perhaps. <laughs> missing, missing by Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we said this week would be the last time we talked about it because this week was the last episode. Yes. And the episode came out on Monday. It dropped early. For reasons. That weren't entirely clear. Like, they sort of addressed it at the beginning. Yeah. Like, new shit came to light. Mm -hmm. So we released it early. So a quick recap of what Missing is. We've talked about it for the last three weeks. If people aren't caught up, then it's their own damn fault. Let's say this is the first episode that anyone has ever listened to the show. Ah! <laughs> so Missing Richard Simmons. <laughs> Wait, someone put Missing by Richard Simmons. Final pack. <laughs> In the show notes. <laughs> I think that was you. <laughs> it was. Um, so Missing, Missing Richard Simmons is uh, a podcast that sort of documents uh, how Richard Simmons has been missing out of the public spotlight for the last three years. That's it. That's the recap. And the guy talks about his relationship with Richard Simmons. Dan Taberski. Yeah. Not that kind of relationship. Yeah. So they finally wrapped up six episodes. Mm -hmm. I think it just suffered the same problem as the first season of Serial, right? It was like, there is no resolution. You're like, this was an interesting journey, but the destination, eh. I think these things just crumble under their own weight of expectation at the beginning, because like, you're like, oh, this is a great story, but then you forget that it's real life, and there's not a team of scriptwriters devising what the final satisfying plot point's going to be, so they just kind of go, ah, yeah, he's fine. So <laughs> I think there are a lot of things at play here. I think it suffered from serial, meaning that it got really, really popular. And there was a lot of pressure on the, the creator of the show to try and make some sort of nice, resolute ending that respected um, Richard Simmons. I almost wish, because I think on the end of the fifth episode, they gave us a glimpse into what the sixth episode would be, which, is, which they actually mentioned it was going to be the final episode. Mm -hmm. But there, it seemed like there was going to be a lot more as to like... Um, 
some sort of like crazy thing that the host was going to do to try and get some answer, right? Which I believe they actually cut out and didn't do and changed the direction of the ending. And I think that actually had a lot to do with the public light that this show has been getting. Mm, case in point, the New York Times article, perhaps from last exactly. week we talked about. Yeah. And I, I'm sure the guy was very conscious about that. And I'm sure that he felt like he needed to address this in the best way possible. So I almost wish that one, like I kind of liked the ending. I, th- I thought it was a, a pretty good ending. I was more in it for the journey anyway. Like these episodes were really entertaining. But at the same time, like I kind of wish they took the Netflix approach and created the entire thing with a vision, right? I feel like what the author did or like what the creator did here was um, cater to what the people wanted. I mean, also don't forget there's a big production team behind it. Like I don't think he probably had complete editorial control, but yes, certainly it's a production with Panoply and uh, Pineapple Street Media and all the rest of it, so... Yes, like people, they, they made like the Hillary Clinton podcast and stuff. So like they're pretty big hitters in the podcast world, which is probably why it also goes number one. Like they have the promotional capabilities right. to push stuff like this. The main guy behind it, this is his first podcast. As far as I know, yeah. yeah. And so I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him and I'm sure he steered it in a way that he thought would make it best for the people. And my, my idea is what's best for the people or like what people want isn't necessarily what people need. this is so true welcome to software engineering right and so even for like movie making right and so like if you just compare the analogy to like movie making it's all done in sort of this black box of course like the creators are behind it and they're thinking about it but they have this vision they create it out until the end and then you bring it to the people and then the people watch it Mm, right and sometimes you're not happy with it but that conflict is actually what makes us grow edwin so you think this was essentially audience testing in production I think this is they listened to what the audience was feeling and tried to appease them. Which is why they put that little segment of him in like the early sessions of the show of him. Oh, making him more likable. Yeah. Like, Mm, I really didn't need to listen to that. You know, it did show like a more human light. (laughs) But the thing is, like, I liked him being this guy on the show. And I didn't need to hear what he was like before. But in all in all, uh, good listen. Good listen. I was enjoyed, enjoyed it for the yeah. six weeks he was on. And I think good ending. Right. We still don't know. I, I'm fine with that. Like, I think they left it in a way where, you know, like the, the story about him liking grand gestures and this was Dan's grand gesture, I think was very fitting. It was a, a nice little spring listening session if anyone like has never heard podcasts before i would actually recommend something like this so that would be your hashtag tripod <laughs> yeah that would be is it tripod month it is oh fucking it's everywhere and it took me a while to realize it is quite a terrible pun as well yeah which doesn't really make any sense i guess both our mics are on tripods mine's a mic stand but okay we can we can imitate or fake it for the audience <laughs> <laughs> you were telling me i think you mentioned it briefly mm. on either in person um we don't sh- speak in person what are you talking about that's right <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just like slacked it to me or something oh okay yeah <laughs> uh about a podcast that i should check out producers from of serial uh julie snyder and some of the other folks is it from Sarah Sarah no no it is oh, not okay. Sarah they are releasing s-town 
next week, I believe. It's Is that like a- O-Town with an S? I hope so. Yes. <laughs> or is it like S Club? Except it's there you town. go. That's that's great. Bradley, Joe. Oh shit! I'm forgetting other people's names. Rachel, Rachel, um, John, John, uh, Bradley. Wait, what are we up to? Five. Hannah. Hannah. Yes. That's seven. No, who was? There's another guy. Uh, Bradley, Nick, John. No, there's no Nick. Oh, uh, we got F Club Six. I think that's fine. Bradley's doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing on the show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I did last week. <laughs> that was really good, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, S Town. Anyway, reading this back from that insanity. <laughs> Nothing to do with S Club. No. Okay. No. And if you're under the age of like 25, you're probably going to have to Google who the fuck S Club 7 is. <laughs> and that whole last two minutes made no sense to you. Right. A um, couple of interesting things. I mean, it's going to be another true life murder mystery. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not interesting. But what is interesting is they are releasing all the episodes at once. Right. Which actually is something that I wanted from missing. Mm, so this might help you with that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm going I'm going to be interested to see how I feel. Cuz I, I quite like be exactly the same. Like why would it differ? I quite like the weekly anticipation of new shows. Why couldn't you just control yourself to listen to it weekly? Please, Sam, what are you talking about? <laughs> Cuz I think podcasts are hard to binge on. It is. Because like, I think if you're on a plane cuz I binged season one of serial mm. like several months after it finished on a plane and um, that was still the best plane ride i've ever had gotcha uh oh except that one time i got bumped to upper class on virgin that was pretty <laughs> awesome that was amazing <laughs> yeah it was so good uh, didn't need no stinking podcasts then <laughs> no i had a fucking bed i just went to sleep <laughs> but yeah i like that weekly cadence of Hey, I have time. It. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I have time to listen to this show. Like, okay, I don't need to listen to it right now. I right. can like, oh, wait for my commute home tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, and you can kind of digest the previous episode a little bit, right? Yeah. Think about it, ruminate, yeah. let it marinate in your head. Yeah, I kind of wish I had a plane ride so I could binge on O-Town. Mm. I <laughs> will be it, able to. S-Town. <laughs> I'm going to be able to. I'm going to yeah. be flying back That's from kind of perfect. Stockholm. Yeah. I'll but tell I you think, about that experience. Because podcast listening is when you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. There's only so much something else you can be doing. That's true. I mean, I could, I guess I could clean my entire apartment while binging on what I would guess would be several hours, maybe four or five hours of S town. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really interested to see how it's going to feel. So stand by for that. Uh, I forget the date. March 28th. Someone's been paying attention. I like it. Uh, my, my tripod recommendation. Hashtag tripod. Hashtag tripod. Let me ask you a question, Edwin. Wait, there's two things happening here. Are you doing a recommendation or are you asking me a question? It's both. Okay. Do you know the international sensation that is Zumba? That is the dance class that Very people good. do dancing and stuff. Have you ever wondered how that became an international sensation? No. Hmm. <laughs> do you have any interest on how that became an international sensation. Perhaps. Although if I find out it was just a massive corporate marketing campaign, I'll be really sad. It is not. Okay. It's actually very interesting. If you listen to How I Built This, Mm. which is a podcast from NPR, um, you'll find out. 
So I recommend two episodes uh, from this podcast. The first one being the Zuma episode. I don't know what I'm saying, but you're going to have to tone that down. (laughs) Hit the peaks on that one. Uh, The Zumba episode. Yeah. And the Atari Chuck E. Cheese episode. Atari Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. Those are two disparate things that don't go together in my mind. Both started by the same guy. Oh, shit. That is diverse. But actually, there's a there's a common thread there. What do they have at Chuck E. Cheese? Children. <laughs> they don't dispense children. <laughs> what do they have available to play at Chuck E. Cheese? Don't say children. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Well, never having been to a Chuck E. Cheese, I'm not sure, but there's uh, usually some kind of fight in a parking lot. <laughs> right. And then bad fast food. Are you talking about New Jersey Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> um. It's, they have a lot of arcade games. Oh, mm. I did, did not know that. Okay. So it's like a barcade, but for children. Or like an arcade. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I guess all arcades are for children. <laughs> but yeah, those both are good episodes. Um, it essentially tells the stories of like how some of these companies got started. Most of them are pretty fascinating. Some are not. Sam, have you done your homework this week? Uh, I changed my homework. Well, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I did, and I will talk about it. So wait, you changed the homework that I assigned to you? What? We talked about a couple of shows that essentially was homework. Mm, oh, I see. Okay, fine. Right. It was I, was, I was assigned... The Mick. The Mick and Legion. Right. And you don't have Hulu. And I so. don't have Hulu, so mm. I watched Legion. Gotcha. Okay, fine. Okay. That's all right. Uh, so my homework was to watch Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am caught up. Oh, all the <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Holy shit! That was a productive Saturday afternoon. So I'm hoping that you like the show. I do. Okay. I think on your fruit rating scale, yeah. See episode eight, the easiest of fruit to find out what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> this show is a complete grape. So like, like super easy. Yeah, just pop it in. Just pop it. In. And it's done. <laughs> little pop and go that's true it's almost one of those shows where you can be like folding the laundry or knitting yeah which actually i did both on that (laughs) saturday afternoon um but that said that is not to say it is unpleasing right um i can't tell if it is a like a knowing like self-referential show if it knows that it's like a high school drama Mm. because there's a lot of little references kind of dropped in throughout the episodes of little knowing wink like cheryl being like the typical 90s bitch high school movie bitch yeah yeah but then she is so you're like well okay it's fun that you kind of did a little winking reference to that mm-hmm. but you are just making this show that is that so i think that's something i was like uh-huh it's so i think it can't quite make up its mind well as to whether it's this is based on a comic, so mm-hmm. all of their characters are actually firmly based on what their characters were like in the comic. Okay, the, the this only, means nothing to me. The only, yeah, so like, right. you know, one is obviously a bitch, one is super nice, one is kind of can be a Has bitch. Has a nice. his head. Yep. <laughs> and um, what's interesting is that they've, they've gotten those same qualities, but sort of applied them to a more serious type of high school drama, and it's not like the... The, the funny comic that it usually is. Mm. But that is not to say it is not without comedy. Sure. 
There are some good parts. I wouldn't know how to describe it. It is a little bit uneven, maybe. Like, sometimes there's, like, quite serious shit happening, and then mm-hmm. there's, like, light shit. But, like, in a way that's perhaps Buffy does so well that it doesn't quite work so well here, or maybe you notice it more somehow. Mm. I don't know. I think, like, for me, the somewhat history of actually reading Archie comics before... Which I did not have. Yeah. yeah. So, to me, like, I can see... Um, how that helps uh, and like how it can't help for a person that's coming new. But mm. like, I think what's interesting to me is like one, just how much material they actually go through in one episode. Mm. Like how much of the story progresses, I think is totally refreshing. And it is a fast moving show. It is. And yes. what I've, I've seen, like, especially in the last episode that aired, like there were some scenes that was just like a minute like less than a minute. I'm like, how did they even do this where they're setting up for the shot? And it's really just like one guy coming in and go, yeah. And then that's it. That's the end scene. <laughs> like, did they really just set up the entire shot for that? And that's, that's all they took from it. But I'm trying to think now. I don't remember that. I don't know that thing happening, but we'll look out for it on the next one. Okay. So they're taking a little bit of a break and it's going to be, it's going to start again on the 30th. Uh, okay. Okay. But um, what I also like is that there's like this overarching story arc that um, that continues yes. on, which I think is interesting. Which is going to be interesting what they do for season two. Right. We shall see. Because potential similar problem to Twin Peaks and another show we were talking about. Um, oh, uh, your favorite, The OA. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would happily pay an extra $10 for an edit that cuts out any time Archie is doing music. What? That is unbearable. <laughs> like, it's not I, that that's bad. Awful. Really? <laughs> so terrible. Why? Uh, there is something about the, like, I'm going to be a singer. <laughs> oh God, teenage boy singing about emotions on an acoustic guitar. Shoot me in the head. I feel like it's really getting really close to your, your, your history, maybe. <laughs> that's why you hate it so much. Yes, I had to decide between being the star quarterback on the football team in England or a acoustic singer-songwriter talking about my feelings and singing folk songs. These are all your origin stories on why you moved to New Jersey, <laughs> is to, to, to live that dream. Like, as soon as that acoustic guitar is out, my finger is on the fast-forward <laughs> button. Ah, let's go. So I've taken your recommendation and I started watching Légion. Oh, yes. The French. Um, French, French movie. Yeah. Art house. Yeah. It's very, it yeah, it is an art house. It is, right. Um, I think I'd describe it as like nothing else I've seen on TV, yeah. which maybe was overstating it a little bit, but I would be interested to have to hear your thoughts. It's, it's, it has the opposite effect of what Riverdale, right? Like you sort of need to be paying attention. Um, this is a pineapple. It is a pineapple, but less of a pineapple than a show like, um, fuck. I'm thinking like, the new American Gods or the new Twin Peaks. I'm looking forward to those. To be, but I think they are going to be Pineapples. like a fucking dragon fruit or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's the hardest of fruit? That's, yes, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Rocky shell. It even smells. And yeah. Right, to get like fucking gloves on, <laughs> suit up, peg on nose. <laughs> and enjoy it. Um, so Legion. Yeah, I... I started watching, I'm on episode three, just wrapped up episode three. It's good. 
but I can't tell if I really like it or not. That's my feeling as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love the quality of it. I love the production. Like, I think this quasi 60s mixed with super futuristic stuff, which they don't show. It's mainly like 60s decor. That is also something else they've done in Riverdale, right? Everyone drives yeah. fucking 50s convertibles and shit. But like it's, they still have like cell phones yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I think it's, it's definitely someone really thought about the story and crafted it to like either a 12 part series and thought about how each episode is going to unfold. I wish I could remember who made it. I think someone, Noah, they have a precedent for doing good shit. Watley, Noah, something. Was it, did he do, um, I don't know your favorites. Hannibal Lecter. Oh, Hannibal. Oh really? Uh, I may well be completely wrong on this. Stand by for next week's show where we make a correction about this. Noah Holly. Noah Holly. Noah Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it was. <laughs> um, Sounds like an exotic festival in Hawaii. What has he made? Fargo. Oh, yes. Okay. The TV and show, the not TV the show. movie. Not the movie. Legion. It's That's such a good a summary, some summation of it. Good, but I don't know if I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all you need to know. Great. What's next? <laughs> So after I watched the first episode, I made a mistake. Okay. I searched the character's name, which I think is David Holler. Oh, right. And I found out who he was. Ah, yes. My boyfriend told me who he was to begin with. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Um, so... Are we going to spoil it on the show? Hmm. So let's, let's put a spoiler warning. Okay. So skip forward the next 20 seconds if you don't want to know starting now. But like a super <laughs> telepath, you're like, okay, I can see where this is go potentially. You can kind guess. Of, but like, you're not sure, right? Mm. So before the 20 seconds ends, yes. he is the son of Professor X. Mm. As soon as I read that, like it sort of gave a lot of things away. Like I wasn't sure if he was really crazy or not. Like I was for sure that it was like his powers, right? And had I not known that, like, maybe I might, I might have watched it differently. But it was literally, like, after I searched the name, it was like, you know how Google does, like, little cards of summaries now? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was right there, and I was like, fuck, like, I shouldn't have searched his name. <laughs> but I was so tempting. But yeah, good show. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm definitely going to continue watching it. It's not a grape. It's, I'd say it's an orange, manageable. Mm. Or maybe a banana. Like, easy peel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I see. I think grapefruit for me, like it takes a little bit more getting into because, mm. like, I'm only on the episode three. Okay. So you're on episode three. Yeah. You haven't finished it. Yeah. Huh. There are other grapes and apples to be had before yeah. this grapefruit. And there, it's like the scary aspect of it, it's pretty scary. It is. Like that demon oh, guy. Oh, shit. That fat guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, With the yellow eyes. <laughs> Who's the fat Scottish guy in Austin Powers? <laughs> Bat bastard. Bat bastard. <laughs> you ruined the show. Just <laughs> expecting to jump out with a bagpipe. I'm going to watch Legion, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to be thinking about. It's like some guy in a bad fat suit. <laughs> uh, okay, well, good. I'm glad I could do this for you. I could be, a, be of service. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Legion, check it out. It's I think it's a 10-episode arc. 
think we're up to episode mm. four or five, so gotcha. we'll jump in on that. Yep. Go peel that grapefruit. Or a banana. Well, let us know. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> like and subscribe. So what should we do? Mobile gaming corner. Yes. I have a new game I'm obsessed with. Is it the one that I recommended to you? No. Hmm. It is balls <laughs> with a Z and no donkeys. Okay. <laughs> it's a ball and block game, like destroy blocks with the ball. Like what is that game? Like it's like Pong. It's like, uh, no. yeah, it's like I had, a PC, uh, I had a PC game called Blast. Breakthrough. Yes, exactly that. Yeah. Uh, but there's no paddle. Yep. There's no paddle in this game? No. And you collect more balls as the turns progress. It's kind of dull to begin with because you're like, okay, ball, block. And then each block have a certain number of hits they require to be destroyed. But it gets better as you play it because when you get like a hundred balls, you're like, fuck! <laughs> Check <laughs> me out! Yes. Which is very addicting. So um, I will just show you quickly on the screen. Okay, I've got 47 balls right now. You think I can do this like this? Whoa! Whoa. Frenzy! Oh, I fucked it up. Oh, I see. So you have to angle it. Oh my god! It's it just a, yeah. keeps going. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's, and then that's the a nice blocks, dynamic. Yeah, and then the blocks keep coming down. Uh, I'm pretty hooked. I've spent quite a lot of time, maybe while watching Riverdale, playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also into another game right now. It's called Type Shift. Ah, this garnered some press over the last week or so. Mm-hmm. It is a game by Zach Gage. Cage, Zach Cage, one of those names. Yeah, <laughs> Zach Gage. Yeah, it's hard. There's got a hard K and a hard G. Well, I I couldn't remember if it was a cage or a gauge because those. <laughs> so it's hard to gauge. Visually, it looks very similar. No, not um, brother of Nick. Not brother of Nick. Sadly, uh, it's essentially uh, a rethinking of a crossword puzzle. There are two modes. There are ones where you just have to search for words and you have to line up these letters. To, to make the words. And as soon as you're done using uh, a letter, it sort of blocks out. And so you, you, the point of this is to, to use up all the letters with valid words. Um, the second mode, which I think is the mo- more interesting mode, is the puzzle mode, where it gives you a clue as to what the word will be. So it's sort of like a, a crossword puzzle. And then you have to line it up and then match the word up and then click on the clue. And then the clue strikes out if it's correct. Because I struggle at word games i feel like i am slightly dyslexic or like there's something about anagrams and that shit is really hard like scrabble i am terrible at scrabble right. my boyfriend is just crazy about scrabble we'll be playing scrabble all the time so he might like this so i think he would love this yeah and maybe i will like it as well because it's a little bit more like a structured right game. all the letters are there yeah right so you can kind of guess as to like what the words might be but at the same time especially with the clue mode like it's satisfying when you figure out what the word is on a crossword puzzle but I am so bad at anagrams. Like on the path trains, mm. they have TV screens in the, uh, in the, in the cars. <laughs> they have like the daily anagram. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always so fucking dumb, but I can never get it. It's like <laughs> wind <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'm like, D-I-W-N. That's not a word. <laughs> there is something, there's some wiring in my brain that just means like moving words around or moving letters around is difficult right <laughs> the good thing about this is all the letters are in their placement there's just multiple choices of letters that you can slide around ah, so whatever okay. the first oh, character is going like to be will yeah. always be in that first character position you just have a choice of about three or five 
So everything's in order. You just have to line them up correctly and and the right combination. So in that aspect, and you know, like there's nothing more satisfying than actually getting a word in like a crossword puzzle. So you kind of get that sense as well as you line these up and match the word. So check it out. Type shift. Free to download. It's free to download with daily puzzles. It's good stuff. It's ad ad supported though. Uh, Well, I guess we should just say for balls. 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 Free to download. $2 to go ad free. Which I appreciated. Yeah, I like. And I have done, of course. I like the ad free, pay to ad free option. Like I almost wish, um, Type Shift had that. Okay, well, good games. Good games. All right, I'll play Type Shift. I will check. I already downloaded Balls. <laughs> nice. Yeah, just now. <laughs> I'm quick, I'll let you I'm know. Quick with the balls. <laughs> I'll let you know. My high score is two hundred and two. Hmm. That means nothing to me no. right now. You'll see. <laughs> No, no, do say it. That's okay. Well, I'm being a joke.